0: Alright, if you want to, turn your Bibles to 1 Timothy chapter 5 as we continue our study of biblical finances. We're seeing some important truths and principles dealing with finances and material things. And we've said all along that our goal is to wisely use what God has given to us. He, everything that we have comes from Him. We're to use it for His honor and His glory. Well, we're seeing areas like buying and borrowing, saving, spending, giving, and the use and attitude of material things. And this evening, we're going to look at two more areas. And they are, number one is insurance. We're going to think about protecting our families, and that's what insurance is there for. And we're going to look at different kinds of insurance and what to look for. And then we're going to talk about taxes very briefly. Something that everybody enjoys taxes so when we mention the subject of insurance so many people are either bored thinking they don't need insurance or they're confused because there seems to be so many different types and kinds of insurance so may we gain an understanding as we kind of look at these practical aspects this evening and uh, think of it from a biblical aspect that we are to protect and take care of our families so Let's begin with a word of prayer, and then we'll get on into our study. Heavenly Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for our time together, and we thank you for your grace, your love, and your mercy. We thank you for your word and the truths that are found in it. We thank you most of all for your Son, Jesus Christ, and the gift of eternal life that we get by faith alone in Christ alone. And God, we just uh, thank you that um, we have the opportunity to look at these things and that uh, We can wisely use what you have given to us and that we can protect our families from um, catastrophes and things that, that may happen as we go through our lives. God, we just love you. We thank you. We ask all this in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, a survey was done several years ago dealing with certain occupations and the ones that rank the lowest. Like, you know, people don't like these people, don't like going... To them, or they don't trust them. And what do you think some of those on that list were? Realtor, car salesman. Car salesman, number Lord, Lord, one. Salesman. Attorneys. Lawyers, lawyer, insurance, attorneys doctors. Doctors. on there, insurance salesman, dentist. Dentist, yeah. Politician, yeah, and lawyer. pastors. All of those different things are on there. Dentist, you know, many times they associate pain. You know, you don't want to go to the dentist because it's painful. My daughter, she loves going to the dentist. She thinks it's a great time. She even had to have a cavity filled. She thought that was fine as well. So um, she's not one of those people. And then pastors, you know, they're not trusted. Many times people see pastors as they don't do much. All they want is asking for your money. They have a lot of free time. But let me tell you, that's not true insurance salesman, you know, coming to get get you to buy something that you really don't need. Well, this evening we're going to look at insurance and briefly deal with this area concerning the family. This industry has come up with better names like financial advisors, but the truth is this occupation can be a great aid to the Christian community. So let's begin. We want to touch very briefly on the subject of insurance, often disliked. Costs money, what's the benefit? First Timothy chapter 5, verse 8 says, But if anyone does not provide for his own and especially for those of his household, he is denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. So, true, there are things that come into our lives that we have no control over. We must trust God, but also be prepared as we can for those times when they come. So insurance is something that can help us do that. Insurance is a way to provide for your family so that it is an event of a, in the event of a major loss, there will be provision. So as we look at the subject of insurance, we're going to discuss four key types of insurance this evening. Number one is health insurance health insurance. We've kind of talked about it a few times as we've gone through uh, several of our other studies and dealing with getting in financial difficulties because of health issues. Number two is life insurance. We're gonna talk about life insurance. Then number three is home insurance. And number four is auto. So the purpose of insurance is to help provide for you and your family in the event of a catastrophic loss. The purpose is for our protection. Some people say that we should not have insurance, and that's on that blank there in your, in your book. Some people say that we should not have insurance because if we buy it, we are not trusting God. But the truth is, God gave us minds and wisdom to plan for ways to protect our families. It's not something bad or sinful. The key is to be wise when we buy insurance. It should fit our needs. Again, going back to 1 Timothy 5.8, you know, we've got to provide for our families. And so we are to provide for the needs of our family, especially in a loss. So let's begin looking at the different types of insurance, and the first thing that we're gonna look at is health insurance. Health insurance. Health insurance helps to provide for the family in the need of a loss of sickness or an accident. And the cost has a great deal to do with it, and that's why many today don't buy health insurance, or at that point in time they didn't, but now, you know, with all the government regulations and everything, and Uh, the way things are it's it's kind of crazy and it's you know like we're a church and the cost to purchase insurance is it's it's crazy because I mean some of us most of us could get insurance if we weren't on a group policy outside of the group policy for a lot less than we can get from the group policy but because we have enough people to have a group policy then we have to provide it and so you can't deny it and it's a big mess but anyway so number of reasons that people don't want to buy insurance one is they're young and they think well you know i'm young i don't need it but the truth is you know health issues they can happen to anybody doesn't matter age or anything like that And then number two is they don't want to pay that much money it's expensive but if you go to the hospital let me tell you you're going to be glad you you have insurance if you have some catastrophic event that happens to you so the plan for believers is to realize uh, and be able to provide for your family in case of sickness many options you know, the higher the deductible, the lower the cost. And so that's what we want to look at. And you've got to weigh the options um, if you have the opportunity to weigh the options. We offer several different policies actually at the church. Um, and, you know, people can pick which which policy they want. The, the church um, helps with that and then everything as well. So You know there are different policies and the the fact of the matter is if you can the higher the deductible the the less the cost and so sometimes you know uh, whenever you're you know you're getting ready to have an event like you know Blake having a baby or whatever you know he went with something that had a lower deductible because he knew he was going to use the insurance but you know over a period of time I have a lot higher deductible Um, on my insurance policy and over the years by doing that I've been able to put back money so I I can afford the higher deductible or the difference if something crazy were to happen and so you know that's just kind of one of those things that you you gotta weigh your options and see the cost benefit but again in the world that we live in a lot of times if you have a job or your husband has a job, and you get on the insurance with them. Um, a lot of times, the company kind of regulates what you can have and you can't have as far as insurances. So the key is um, to have whatever you need, whatever fits your 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 income and your your level, and um, but you know, as far as deductibles and things like that goes. The second type of health type insurance is called disability income insurance. And I don't, is that, yeah, there is something on there. Disability insurance. And uh, in the event you're disabled and not able to work, then this insurance provides income, which helps replace the cost. And most of the time, it's about 60% of what you're, full paycheck your normal income is but the coverage you usually have to wait a period of time 30 days some of them 60 days before that insurance kicks in so it's not you know I can't go to work for a week so it's going to pay me um, it's for major disabilities that take you out for a longer period of time and um, some people some people get that some people don't some people You know if you have your emergency fund set up and everything then you may be able to to not deal with that but if you do have a major life-changing incident um, it's a good thing to have the cost of it is not that expensive and everything but the goal of that is just to provide and protect your family in the case of of sickness or missing work Then the second type is life insurance, life insurance. And this could get very complicated, so we're just gonna briefly touch on it. But there's three different types of life insurance, and the first type is term life insurance. And then the second is whole life. Other people call it universal life sometimes. And then three is variable life insurance. The goal is to protect your family in the event of the death of a husband or a wife. If the husband dies, you know, the wife needs to be able to live and take care of the children if the wife dies. I mean, you know, the husband needs to be able to have child care so that they can continue continue to work. So, um, you know, one of the things is if there's anyone who depends on you financially then you need life insurance a lot of people are younger and they say you know i really don't need it Um, but if there's anybody that's depending on you then you need life insurance especially if you have any kids you need life insurance um, because you don't want to leave them especially if you're the primary breadwinner for the house then and something happens to you, you don't want to leave them in a lurch. But a lot of times, you know, and the thing is, if you are younger, then it costs a whole lot less, especially term life insurance, than it does for somebody that's older. So you may say, you know, I just don't want to pay for it. Well, I mean, you can get several hundred thousand dollars for less than twenty, thirty dollars a month. And so it's really not that expensive all right so let's talk about these for just a minute term life insurance covers for a period of time it doesn't build up money um, over a period of time it costs you less and so um, you know that's what we recommend that's what Dave Rick Re- Dave Ramsey recommends that you get term life insurance and you can get it for 10 years 20 years <coughs> 30 years and so you can pick the term uh, and then, you know, if, if you're healthy um, along the way. So, I mean, like whenever I started out, I got a 30-year term uh, life insurance. And then, you know, the mortality rates or whatever, when people die, it increased. And so uh, about eight years, ten years down the road, I can't remember exactly when it was, but I was able to get another thirty year term policy, so I ended that term policy, started a new one and got it for basically the same price because the the people were living longer, and so that extended out those those times and so anyway you can you can determine what it is that you want, how long, um, but you want to make sure that you are able to to keep that insurance and everything throughout your life. I know a lot of people I know of one person that uh, you know got sick with cancer in their late 20s, mid to late 20s, and uh, didn't have life insurance. And I mean, a lot of lot a lot of medical bills that came in that couldn't afford to pay and all of those things that and she did end up passing away and so um anyway the life insurance policy would have been very helpful and handy in that situation to pay off a lot of those those bills so never too young get it it's not that expensive and uh, it's a good thing to have. The second kind is whole life, and it, it covers, but it also saves money over time. But there are some reasons not to, to get whole life insurance because, yes, you are saving back and you're growing money, but at the same time, if you were to die, I got an insurance policy on me, let's say for $100,000, and i've built up this money built up twenty thousand dollars if i die tomorrow then you know rachel gets a hundred thousand dollars she doesn't get a hundred and twenty thousand dollars because the policy pays off what the policy is for and so you don't get that saved money so that's why they tell you the better thing to do is get you know find out how much that whole policy is get you a term policy and then put that difference back and be in a mutual fund, in a retirement fund, or whatever. And then over time, yes, that's growing, and that's growing, and it's your money. And if something were to happen to you, well, she's got that money plus whatever the insurance policy is. that all makes sense? Okay, I'm just kind of rambling, but I'm, I'm making sense to me. I just don't know if it's making sense to you. But anyway, and so that's another another type of insurance and something that is good to use. And then there's variable life insurance. And honestly, I don't know a whole lot about that. Does anybody in here know much about variable life insurance? I don't either. So I wouldn't get that. <laughs> there's too many variables in it. So uh, anyway, I should have called... Them called a friend of mine that sells insurance should have asked him about it but anyway um but so term life insurance probably the best thing to do take that difference be putting it back you know sometimes people are like well you know i'll just get term and then that way i don't have to pay as much but it's good to be putting back we've been talking about budgeting and saving and and uh all of those things as we've gone through here, and so um, this is a wise use of your money to be putting back that difference since you're not growing that money in that uh, in that way. Any questions or thoughts about life insurance? Well, last time I checked, the uh, the term you can get a lot more money than the whole cheaper yeah definitely definitely quite a bit of difference all right then the next kind of insurance is homeowner's insurance and this is to cover protect your home your biggest asset you know most people have is their home and so if there's any major loss tornado fire um, things like that then you want to have your house covered for most people it's not a question because most people have a mortgage on their house and so they will not let you uh, have a mortgage on your house without having insurance on it so there's three key aspects though to homeowners insurance and number one is the dwelling itself and so the dwelling is number one number two is the property and number three is liability. So dwelling, it covers the, to rebuild your home or to repair um, in case of a loss. The key is to be sure to get a homeowner's insurance that has replacement cost in it because if something were to happen to your house and then you need to keep up with your insurance or have a good agent that helps you keep up with that because over this last few years, you know, the prices of homes and the prices of building homes has drastically increased. And so you wanna make sure that the insurance policy that you have covers you. If your house were to burn down or something like that, that you'll be able to be fully covered and fully replace that house, that you don't buy a house, you know, five years ago that was $150,000, hundred and fifty thousand, and now it's worth two hundred thousand, but you only have it insured for a hundred and fifty thousand, which can happen if you have replacement cost, it should replace it and then over the last few years you should have felt this big increase in your insurance cost if you do have replacement costs because they know the the costs go up, and so you get to pay for that as well. Because it's crazy to be paying for something, and you're paying all this money, and then your house something happens to it, and then they say, "Well, you know, you're fifty thousand less than what that." So, do you want to shrink your house, or do you want to build the same thing? And you come up with some money. That's not ever fun to do. So, especially if you haven't done it over the last couple of years. Yeah, That's exactly. Definitely game value. Yeah and then the second thing is property and this covers your possessions in the home and uh, most of the time it's about 50 percent the the value of the dwelling itself is what they they cover for these things but again uh, we talked about it I think a few weeks ago you know getting a camera and you know kind of making a video of everything that is in your house Um, so that you kind of have an inventory of the things that are in your house because, you know, the insurance company does want proof of I'm not just going to hand you a bunch of money. And so, you know, especially if you have valuable things and everything in your house, you want to make sure and have those covered. So videoing, getting an idea of your property and everything of what you have on the inside is a key thing to do for that. And then number three is liability, and this protects against someone suing you. Someone falls on your property, gets hurt in your yard. Um, you need coverage to protect, you know, against those kind of things. So, and I know they ask you all those questions on my renter or my renters insurance. My uh, Homeowner's insurance, you know, do you have a trampoline? Do you have a swing set? Do you have, you know, all of these different things? Because it increases the liability that something's going to happen, and so they want to make sure that they're covered based on, on what you have does take us to the next thing, which is renter's insurance. So if you don't own a home or whatever, it's good to have renter's insurance. It's really inexpensive, but it basically just covers your property, um, personal property that's on the inside. If it were to get broken into um, and stolen, or if it were to burn to the ground or whatever, then you're left with nothing. And uh, so renter's insurance is is very inexpensive and and something that is good to have eh, if you don't own your own place. All right, and then one last type of insurance is auto insurance. Once again, if we owe money on a vehicle, we'll be required to have what is often called full coverage, and so let's think about the different types of auto insurance. Number one is comprehensive comprehensive and that covers damage done by acts of god nature golf balls you know any of those kind of things rocks being thrown and hitting your windshield my mother-in-law she got a brand new vehicle i was putting the very first miles on it we were going on vacation to to uh, san antonio uh, this last spring break and uh and didn't get 60 miles down the road and big old rock came and cracked the windshield right across but luckily she had insurance that covered it and that's crazy it's crazy now I don't know those windshields that have the heads up display or whatever on them things are like $2,000 to replace the windshield so Comprehensive covers things like that. Collision covers damage by accident. Hit something um, anytime you're in a collision, then that's what that that is for. And then liability is your protection covers others' damage that you might cause. And so, you know, if you hit somebody else's vehicle, then um, and that's required by the law to have liability insurance. And so... Hopefully, if you have a vehicle, you have at least liability. And then the next is medical, and this covers you and your passengers. Um, if you get in an accident, you have to go to the hospital and everything. And so sometimes, you know, look at your policy, see what see what you've got, uh, because sometimes those cover over. Each other. If you have medical insurance, then sometimes um, the medical coverage is just check this. one What's it? Un- uninsured. Uninsured motorists. motorist Yeah. Very important. That is. People run around without mm-hmm. insurance. There are, especially with all the people coming over here from other countries and stuff like that, and so we do have a lot of those. So, like I said, by law, we're required to carry liability insurance um, in case we cause damage to others. If we owe money on the car, then we'll have to have comprehension, comprehensive, and collision. And so, um, but kind of uh, another idea with that or thought with that is, you know, whenever if you do have an older car that's less expensive you know, at some point in time, you got to kind of weigh, is it worth having, you know, the full coverage insurance or is it best just to go with liability? Um, Do I have the money if I were to lose my car, get in an accident, that I can replace that car, Um, you know, and so do I need to be paying that extra money? And that's kind of, you know... You, it's personal, What you know, where are you at in, you, in your life and how much money do you have and, and all of those things. But you don't want to be paying money for something that, you know, that you don't, that your car's not worth that much. And so um, back whenever he wrote this, you know, it said less than $3,000, then you drop it Now the rule of thumb is somewhere between five and ten thousand. I looked at several different places and got varying amounts. But you know, if your car's worth five thousand dollars, then is it really worth having full coverage, or even up to ten thousand dollars, what some of them had? Or if it's eight to ten years old. So the higher the deductible, that's another thing. The higher the deductible, the less we pay for insurance. So, you know, if you do have money sitting in the bank, you you know, you've gone through all the Dave Ramsey stuff. You've got your emergency fund. You've got your three to six months worth of living expenses, Um, you know, then you could probably afford a higher deductible if something were to happen. You know, I've got the money to cover... uh, $1,500 $1,500 bumper if I have to or, you know, if I get in an accident that I can pay for, you know, 2000 or $3,000 and then the insurance kicks in and takes care of the rest so that if I do lose the whole car, you know, I don't have to come up with the whole car, but I'm paying a whole lot less by having a higher deductible and so that's another thing to weigh and to think about whenever you... Get insurance like that. So, tips. What What if you are in an accident? What do we need to do? Number one is call the police. Call the police if you're in an accident, no matter who's at fault, because you want a, a record of everything that's happened. Number two is get the other person's driver's license number get their information. Um, Number three is get their insurance information. So get their name, their number, the driver's license, all that stuff. Get their insurance information and then take pictures. Uh, That's always important too. Proof of things that happen. Because remember, insurance is for our protection, for us and for our family. So we need to be wise in the purchase of insurance. But by the way, there's insurance that we do not need. And number one is mortgage life insurance. Mortgage life insurance. And... The thing about mortgage life insurance is that money can only be used to pay off your mortgage, and so if you have regular life insurance, a term policy, a whole life policy, or whatever, and you know you were to die, then um, at that point in time, you can use that money for whatever you want. I mean, you can continue to have a house payment and take care of X, Y, Z that you need to take care of, um, but it's more flexible where the other is not. And then the other thing with mortgage insurance is it's a set rate. So let's say that it's, I don't know how much it costs, but let's just say it's $300 a month or $300 a year. I don't know how much that stuff costs. But whatever it is, you set that rate, and whatever that rate is, it stays the same. So, um, as you as you pay down your mortgage, then you know you're still paying the same rate. And now they're only they're going to pay fifty thousand dollars less because you've already paid your house down fifty thousand dollars. So if you have that insurance, now they pay out less, and you've been paying them money during that time. So it's kind of a win win for them. Um, if you keep your house for a period of time and you don't die. And then the other is credit card insurance. Kind of the same factor there of paying if you were to get in some kind of a situation or whatever and you can't pay, then they pay your minimum payments for you and, uh, you know, it's just it not scary. not good. Yeah, exactly. It's a scam. So any thoughts, questions, or anything about any of the insurances that we talked about before we get into taxes? Speaking of scams. <laughs> <laughs> so taxes. Nobody likes to pay taxes. We all realize that The tax debt in this country is way too high. We're being taxed to death. However, we have the obligation to pay our taxes. We need to realize that we can even be wise, though, whenever we pay our taxes. So let's think about a few different areas. Number one is we have the responsibility to pay our taxes. In Luke chapter 20, um, in that section 24 through 28 there, Jesus, you know, he says... Give to Caesar that which is Caesar. Give to God that which is God's. And so um, we are to obey the laws of our government. And so we have the responsibility to pay our taxes. You Number That was Luke 28. Luke 20, 24 through 28, I think it is. I know it's Luke 20, it begins in 24. I think it goes through 28, somewhere right in there. Then number two is don't give the government your money. And what I mean by that is that we don't want to get a big refund every year. You know, there's a lot of people who are like, man, you just take everything out of my check so at the end of the year I can get this big refund. um, And then I, you know, I can go buy, I can go spend it, I can go take vacation Off my refund but the smarter thing to do is to figure out you know where you're gonna break pretty close to even and whatever that difference is of whatever you've been taken out go put it back in a savings account you make interest on it instead of letting the government make interest on on your money and then whenever it comes tax time and everybody's getting a refund you already got yours or you don't have to wait one more month to get yours You've got your money sitting there right now, and so you can use it um, to your advantage at any point in time um, rather than, you know, letting the government have your money, use your money, get interest off of your money um, all of that time. And if you're worried about using it, you can throw it in like a a one-year CD or something to where you've got to kind of leave it in there to cure. Yeah or this is important an important factor whatever but refund is not a refund it's returning your taxes that you've paid too much of and so it's not like you know you're getting getting money from the government you're getting your money back that you overpaid to them and so it's better just to pay in the proper amount at the at the beginning and you be making the insur- or interest off of it number three is take your deductions know enough to take the deductions that you're entitled to Um, some of this can be complicated um, but you want to you want to keep records keep track especially if you you know own your business or if you have opportunities to um, write different things off you know, we need to take advantage of everything we can because we don't need to give the government any more of our money than what is due to them. And then number four is, if possible, file yourself. So if you have, uh, you know, simple taxes, a lot of younger people or whatever uh, that don't have a lot of complicated things, then... You know, fire your taxes yourself, save yourself some money. Um, But as responsible citizens, we have to pay our taxes, but we want to be wise in paying them and not paying more than we should. One final tip is to be aware of the rapid refund places. Come in now, we'll give you a refund now. 30% 30% off the top and, you know, it's no big deal. We had a guy that worked for us, you know, and man, he had banked that money back all year and bank it back and then, you know, it comes tax time and then it's like, well, you know, I can't wait another two weeks for for the government to send me my money and go to some place like that, or you know whenever they get that big refund and rather than putting back and having money for the year or being wise with it, you know, go and waste it all and spend it, and then you know two months down the road, they're broke and don't have any money, and they just got a refund of like $8,000 and it's just it's crazy so don't get into those places they take take your money just file your taxes wait anymore the government is pretty quick I mean you file your taxes or whatever and I mean usually you get it in most of the time week to ten days